Thank you for tuning in to the Keeping It Real with KC podcast. A no-judgment zone podcast that covers lifestyle, entertainment, news, and sports. Even though KC doesn't watch sports. But these are minor details. (laughs) By the way, he reads tarot cards too. Yes, I really mean it. He reads tarot cards too. And now, the host you've tuned in for, K.C. Phoenix. Welcome back to the Keeping It Real with K.C. podcast. Of course, I am your host, K.C. Phoenix. And... I'm doing a daily thought. I haven't done one in a minute because I've done news stories, which I'll probably do a news story too, uh, maybe. But uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about this because something that someone said, and it's not just that, there's a few things. I just need to unpack some stuff real quick. Before I go any further, though, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. All right, this came about because uh, for those who don't know, for social media, one platform that I go to a lot is this platform Gab, G-A-B. And the reason I love Gab, and I don't agree with everything everyone says there, hence why I'm actually doing this daily thought because of something I don't agree with. But um One thing I do love, I'm a huge believer in free speech. Like, free speech is a thing. And Gab is the true free speech platform. The only thing not allowed on Gab is adult content. And by adult content, you know what I'm talking about. The XXXX. (laughs) That was three X's, right? (laughs) had to think so yeah that's the only thing that allowed on gab other than that you can say what you want and that's totally cool i'm totally for that because i how i forgot how the saying goes it's something to the effect of that um combating hate speech or bad speech isn't censorship it's more free speech so you can get more ideas out and I like that approach where more people can speak out and hear more views my this daily thought that I'm about to do is it will be different from what others may believe and that's fine This is just going off of my life experience, my intuition, the energy that I pick up and things of that nature is where this daily thought is coming from. Also, before I go deep into this, don't forget to sign up for the mailing list. The details are in the details section. The link is in the details section. It says join mailing list. Once you sign up for that, you will be entered in the Christmas with Casey contest which there will be um, gift cards given, given away and also cash as well. 
So don't forget to go to the details section and join the mailing list. And no, I'm not spamming anybody. I refuse to do that because I don't like being spammed to death. So no, I don't like a lot of emails. All right, back to this. So one thing that was mentioned recently was a letter went out about lukewarm Christians. And it's weird because I went into a search engine and this wasn't even on Google. I went into DuckDuckGo because I don't use Google for everything. But I went into DuckDuckGo and I put in lukewarm because I was double checking because sometimes I get paranoid with spelling and I'll check it in a search engine to say, okay, this is the way, right? Is this a compound word? Is it not a compound word? It's almost like I put something in the search engine uh, a few days ago because I had to reply back and someone pretty much said the exact same thing I said. And it was funny to me, but they said it different. I said one in the same and they said one and the same. And I'm like, I was thinking that before I was typing it, but I didn't check it to do that. I was like, well, let me find out after the fact and one and the same is the correct way to say it instead of one in the same. Even though still the same thing. But the correct way is one and the same. My point is, when I put in lukewarm, it auto-populated lukewarm Christian. (laughs) Because people go by the Bible. There's this thing in Revelation. And I pulled up this article. It's Revelation um, chapter 3, verse 15 through 16. It says, I know your deeds that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish that you were cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. And this, what this is saying to me, because some people, they, I honestly feel like they dig too deep in the stuff sometimes and really it's not that deep. What it's saying is either you're for me or against me. And if you're for me, great. If you're against me, okay, it is what it is. However, they take the, okay, well, if I'm for Jesus, for the Christians, because obviously not everyone's a Christian. I, I don't really consider myself I'm more spiritual because I used to identify as a Christian and then I started doing research and finding out all this other stuff and I'm like well the divine is so much bigger and I heard something recently um, by True on True Water Intuition when she was talking about that really when it comes to Jesus Jesus has come in many forms a lot of different people may have been Jesus. They just may not know it. And she was breaking it down how how her thoughts were on that. And she's really cool. You need to check out her channel if you're into tarot readings and stuff like that. It's um, True Water Intuition. She's a cancer like me. And how I look at it is the divine is way too complex, way too big to be boxed into one religion. And I had this conversation with Wajid um, during one of my conversations with KC. It's back in 
when they had that conversation with Wajid, I think it was May or June-ish, July, something like that. It was during the summer. I had a conversation. It's one of the, scroll back through the episodes because obviously I have, you know, there's been a lot of episodes since then. But scroll back through the episodes and we had that conversation. And I said to him, I was like, all of these people are serving the same God, whether they want to, you know, whether they want to acknowledge it or not. It's like a bunch of rivers and streams flowing into the same ocean. That's all it is. You know, if you look at the religions, especially the major religions throughout the world, there are a lot of similarities between the religions. And that that was a conversation which Eden and I had. One thing that I've come to the conclusion of is we are made up of darkness and light. And I mentioned this before. The flesh is the darkness. Our soul is the light. If you have light, you're automatically going to have darkness. It's a point of learning how to balance the two. For these fire and brimstone religious zealots, <laughs> that's because that's what they are. They're like, if you don't do it exactly the way the Bible says it, you know, you're going to burn in hell or this is going to happen or you're not really a true Christian or you're not really for the Lord or all this other stuff. Because I'll give you this. This article came up. I want to read some of this to you. And it says, what is a lukewarm Christian? And this is at um, CARM.org. So about Christianity. It says a lukewarm Christian is someone who claims to be a believer in Jesus, but does not appear to be commit, committed to Christ, may occasionally attend church, rarely reads the Bible and dabbles in the sinful things of the world. Such so-called Christians appear to be Christians in name only, but are most probably false converts. However, this does not mean that every lukewarm Christian is not a truly regenerate Christian because there are instances where new Christians will dabble with their old ways and experience conviction of their sins before finally giving them up. With some people, it takes longer than it does with others to seek Christ fully and completely. All right, this is my whole thing. For those who want to use the Bible as a guide, or let me rephrase that. I need to be more specific by adding in another word. For those who want to use the Bible as the ultimate guide, as in they're like, okay, this is it. This is what the Bible says. I'm going to do these exact teachings. Okay. All right. I get it. My thing is this. What are you aiming for? What are you aiming for? You're aiming for to be the ultimate Christian. You're aiming for perfection. Well, I hate to break this to you. Perfection is not going to happen because you're human, because your soul is attached to your flesh. Your light is attached to the darkness. It's two things. And one can't exist without the other. So what are you aiming for? My other thing is this. 
how do people know what's considered a sin? I mean, there are things in the Bible that can be debated. And debate is good. But how do you really know? It's almost like I remember when I had a conversation with someone back a long time ago when I was in middle school. When we were talking about cussing. Cuss words. What makes a cuss word a cuss word? Who said, just like if I were to say, um, I'm trying to think. I'll just say Spanish. If I were to say coño right now, which is light. <laughs> but if I were to say coño right now, Spanish, people who speak Spanish, they would know what I'm saying. But if you don't speak Spanish, then you just be like, oh, he's just saying another word. It's all about what you give power to. That's the thing. And it's almost like when um, someone calls you names and stuff. Do you give power to the name? I, I was called many names growing up throughout the years. I was picked on from third grade all the way up to 12th grade. And I gave power to those names that I were called that I was called sometimes. And now it's just like if somebody calls me something, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> it's all about what do you give power to? I'll give you another example. There was a time where I could look since where since I brought up adult content earlier when I was talking about Gab, there was time I could I would look at adult content and yeah, it would create urges and all types of other stuff. And things would happen. Okay. Now, with which I still look at adult content you know, I'm maybe that's TMI, but I do. The thing is, is that when I look at adult content now, and I literally see it every day because, I mean, it's out there, especially on Twitter. Now, it's just like, eh, okay, that's cool. All right. And some people, I mean, I recognize that they're working. That's their profession, their field. And it's like, oh, they're doing a great job with that. But it's not a thing of, oh, I'm giving power to it where it's like, oh, I shouldn't be looking at that. Or, oh, whatever. It's just kind of like, eh, whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't move me the way it once moved me. I could literally look at it all day long. I would be per I could be the person that could be the editor for adult content and be fine with it and not have any type of reaction. <laughs> Because it's, I don't give it power over me like that anymore. Now, let's go back to what I was talking about. The fire and brimstone religious zealots. Usually the reason they are like that, and I kind of used to be in that category, fire and brimstone religious zealot. And I'm not talking about just Christianity. I'm talking about any religion. Usually the reason they're like that is because they are so afraid of 
what will happen if they fall into this, if they're exposed to this, instead of maintaining control. Now, there are situations where some things you just don't want to be a part of. Some people say smoking is a sin. Personally, I don't like cigarettes. I don't like smoke, period. I don't smoke. I've never smoked a cigarette a day in my life. Ever. I the One time I tried, I haven't even smoked weed before. One time I tried a um, little, one of those short little cigars. My cousin had that. And she was smoking it. And I was just like, oh, well, let me try that. And then I tried it. I didn't like it. I have someone who I used to hang with back a long time ago. He didn't like cigarettes, but he tried, um, I think it was Black and Miles or whatever they're called, and he liked those. You know, I have other people who they don't like cigarettes, but they prefer to smoke marijuana and do that. I just don't like the smoke. It's not my thing. For those who do, I mean, that's on you. I'm not going to say, I will not say to those people, oh, well, you're committing a sin. Or, oh, if you're smoking, how can you be a follower of the divine? Who who am I to judge? Because no one knows anyone's path. But for the people who are the fire and brimstone, we have to follow everything, cross every T, dot every I type people, those people are usually afraid of the things, quote unquote, that are considered sins because they don't know how to balance their darkness and their light. That's why I was telling you the adult entertainment story a second ago with me, because I finally figured out how to balance the darkness and the light when it comes to that particular part of my life. At first, there wasn't any balance when it came to that. But then I was forced to slow down due to the mono (laughs) and that and other things. And now it's like, okay, yeah, I could partake in certain activities, but it's whatever to me now. Back then, it was like, okay, let's get it in. But now it's just like, yeah, I can do it, but it's really not that serious. But I'm not like, oh, I have to avoid. I have to avoid when I see stuff online because it might tempt me and all this. No, it's just like I see it. Yeah. All right. Whatever. But the fire and brimstone religious zealots, the reason they're so afraid of something is because they're afraid that they may be corrupted. Just like the thing when I was talking about with Gab, with um, the adult entertainment. They said, I forgot, Andrew said, because that's the person who's in charge of Gab. He was like, I, um, because Gab had been getting bombarded with uh, bots that were putting adult stuff on the site. So then Gab had to redo their policy with account approvals. And to get it, and Andrew was like, we're going to keep this degenerate blah, 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 blah off the site. And I guess my thing is, um, 
So you're saying people who indulge in that are degenerates, but you're giving it power. I can understand you not wanting it on your site, but then you're casting judgment on those who may choose to partake. And for those who choose to partake, they may be balanced. Some may not. But recently it was brought up lukewarm. I take that as either you're for me or against me. I don't believe the divine is looking for perfection. Because if everyone was perfect, why would we need the divine? Why would we have to go? If we didn't have to aspire to be better individuals, whether it's mentally, whether it's physically, whether it's emotionally, whether it's spiritually, whether it's whatever. If we didn't have anything to aspire to, what would be the point of the divine? The divine would be like, why am I here? That's why I bound you to the flesh. Light and darkness. And some people are saying, oh, well, they haven't given up their sinful ways. Again, what is truly considered a sin? Because if you want to get down to the nuts and bolts of this, no one knows. I mean, we, okay, with spirit world stuff, yeah, we kind of know that that exists. At least those who have experienced a connection and dealt with certain things. We know that there's something beyond the physical world. That we do know. Well, not all of us, but people like me who have had certain experiences and other people, we know there's a spirit world. We know that. But as for the rules and regulations, the exact rules and regulations of everything, there isn't and exact rules and regulations that anyone truly knows what to go by. They don't know. Some of these people might cross over. I'll give you an example. Going Speaking back to crossing over. One thing that has been talked about is past lives. I recently did an interview with um, Corby Mitlide. And, and that interview was recent. It's probably a few episodes back. You may want to go listen to that. She's a past life specialist. Now, in the Bible, to my understanding, and it's been a long time since I've read the entire Bible, but I used to be in church every Sunday and usually on Wednesdays and so on and so forth at Bible study and Sunday school and all this other stuff. One thing that was never discussed was reincarnation. It's a, one thing I was taught, whether I was in a Baptist church or whether I was in a Methodist church, is that once you go, that's it. You're not coming back again. But we have people like Corby Mintlide who they're tapped into the past lives where they can see if someone's lived the past life. And Corby Mintlide was telling um, a story of an example about a mother and a son who both of them had known each other in a past life. 
And it's really interesting. But if you go by the Bible, it's like, okay, once you go, it's a wrap. Again, people don't truly know what happens when you cross over. You may cross over and, you know, transition over and get to the spirit world. And it's like, yep. I didn't watch any adult entertainment. I gave that up. I gave this up. I gave that up. And then they're like, wow, you did all that. You didn't have to, but okay, great. Rah, rah, rah for you. You don't know. My thing is, usually, usually, I just say, treat people the way you want to be treated. Do your best to be polite to people. You don't have to give everything to people because it has to be equal give and take. It has to be reciprocity. And do your best to be the best you possible. Now, going back to what I've always said, we're all individuals. This goes back into um, one of my episodes when I was talking about having it all. My idea of having it all will be different from the person down the street idea of having it all because we're all individuals and being the best you is going to be different from somebody else who is attempting to be the best them what is needed in their life to be the best them they can't take that um, formula or that cookie cutter part And then put it with your life. It can't be done. And that's kind of how I feel when it comes to the Bible. That's why I tell people, I'm not saying disregard what the Bible says. Because you can learn something from the Bible. You can learn something from the Quran. You can learn something from the Torah. And so on and so forth. You can learn something from many religious books throughout the world. My recommendation to be the best you is to get closer with the divine, to get closer with the source, God, Allah, Yahweh, Jehovah, whatever you want to call the light. And then start from there and do it like that. I really believe that, yes, you need to choose a side. Do you want to be a servant of the light or do you want to be a servant of the dark? And then now I hear somebody saying, Casey, okay, well, how do you know who's the dark and who's the light? You know. You'll know. It's your internal compass. You will know. You will know. It's almost like when you do certain things, if you are bringing harm to others, not exactly sure that's serving the light. If you're harming yourself, 
Not sure that's exactly serving the light. Some people could say, well, KC, going back to the adult thing that you were talking about, if someone is promiscuous, they could be harming themselves. That's true. Or they could be very, very careful with what they do and whatever. Because there are people who are very cautious that work, because I know people who work in the industry, in that industry. And some of the people that I know, they're very cautious with what they do and how they do it. Regardless, who am I to judge? But the thing is, is that you will know But the best thing you can do is strengthen your relationship directly with the divine and do that. And stay prayed up. I always tell people prayer doesn't hurt. I was watching. I was actually about to do this um, in a daily thought, but I'll just talk about it right now. I was watching Rocky 2. And for those of you who have not seen Rocky 2, which I love the Rocky. I love the Rocky series and I love the Rambo series. Talk about two totally different types of genres. <laughs> but um, in Rocky 2, he was going to fight Apollo Creed. Because if you haven't seen Rocky 1, it was it was uh, a draw. And Apollo Creed won um, the fight in the first one. So Apollo Creed was like, okay, I got to prove myself. Because it was by the judges that Apollo Creed won in the first one. Apollo Creed's like, I have to show that I can beat him. So, of course, finally the rematch happens. But before the rematch, and I just caught this like a week ago, watching Rocky II. And I've seen this movie I don't know how many times. Rocky drove to the church. And he was already late for the fight. The final fight. He was already late. He drove to the church. He was screaming for the priest. And he was asking the priest to do a prayer over him. He's like, hey, if I if I lose, can you put a little prayer up there for me so I don't get beat too bad? <laughs> and then the priest did his thing. And that was funny. And then Rocky arrived at the arena for the fight. And then he was praying again a few minutes later at the sink (laughs) in the bathroom after he had gotten ready, after he had put on his clothes, he was praying at the sink in the bathroom in the arena. Then as soon as he made it to the boxing ring, before he started his match, he kneels down again in his corner and faces his corner. And praise again. And you know. And then Rocky wins the match. But I was like wow. I was like in a span of about. 10 minutes in the movie. This man prayed three times. There's nothing. And obviously it's a movie. But still. The point is. There's nothing wrong with being prayed up. And. You don't have anything to lose when you pray. You only have everything to gain. And you can look at what happens in your life when you prayed and 
see if miracles happen. That can go back to manifestation. There's a there's a lot of other things tied into that. It, this is already at 31 minutes. My point is with this whole lukewarm thing is this is you're either for me or against me. Don't take the, well, if I'm for the light, I need to be perfect like the light. The divine is not expecting you to be perfect. The divine is expecting you to be the best you possible. Again, the best you possible is going to be different from the best somebody else because we are all individuals. Only you will know what will make you the best you possible. Now, if being the best you possible is never taking a drink of alcohol again, just like it is with Andrew, and that's why I feel some of that, where that comes from, because he used to be an alcoholic, and he and he admits that. There's a lot of people on Gab who just openly admit, hey, I'm 200 and something days sober, or whatever, and I'm happy for them, because if that's on their spirit where that they feel that's making them the best person possible, where they don't have to drink alcohol, fine. Me, I don't drink alcohol anymore. I haven't had alcohol since 2015 because I just don't like the taste of alcohol. I really don't. It's not a thing of, Oh, well, I want to be closer to the divine. So I'm going to give up drinking. No, that, that's not part of my journey with being the best me possible in being closer to the divine. That's not part of my journey. It just so happens that I don't like the taste of alcohol. Same thing with smoking. I don't like cigarettes. It's not a thing of, Oh, well, to be closer to the divine, I have to make sure that I'm giving up cigarettes. No. I, uh, cigarettes are not my thing. I, I just don't like smoking, period. I don't like cigarettes. I don't like cigars. I don't like marijuana. I don't like any of that. For those who do, whatever, whatever. And for some of them, their journey may require them to give up the cigarettes or to give up the cigars or to give up to mar the marijuana or whatever to get closer to the divine. But their journey is different from my journey. Regardless of what the journeys are, the thing is, is that we're all for the divine. We're all for the light. We're all for God. We're all for Allah. We're all for Yahweh. We're all for Jehovah. That is the thing. That's where you can't be, oh, well, I don't know if I really love God. I'm not sure, uh, kind of, maybe. No, either you do or you don't. Either you love the light or you don't. And if you're for the darkness, totally cool. Do you, boo. Do you. If you want to, if you are all for evil, because, I mean, the darkness is going to be here always. And if you're going to be a servant of the dark, who am I to judge? I, I can't add anything on top of that. Who am I to judge?
That's your choice. We're all given free will. For those who choose to serve the light, we're on our own journey, getting closer to the light. But you can't say because this person does this or because this person doesn't do this, they're not close to the light. They're not close to the divine. They don't know God. They're not with God. God's not with them. The divine's not with them. Allah doesn't see them. Yahweh doesn't see them. Jehovah doesn't see them. You can't say that because you don't know what the relationship is because you're not on their journey with them because we're all on individual journeys. If a person is willing to say, yes, I am for the divine. I am for the light. I am for God. I am team God. Then that's it. Regardless of what's going on in their life or what you feel they may need to give up or add into their life or whatever, they're on their journey. And you can offer your thoughts just like this is my daily thought, what I'm offering into this. And some people might say, Casey, I do not agree with the word you're saying. That's fine. That is your right. Also, I said what I said. This is how I see it. Because again, if we are perfect, what need do we have for the divine? Everyone is an individual. And everyone, it's just, it's a different type of relationship. I can't pass judgment on someone for their relationship with the divine and how they choose to connect. I have met and interacted with many people over the years who are very close to God. And if you look at their lifestyle, you would be like, hmm, oh, okay. But that's their individual journey. Who am I to judge? I I can't judge. I can offer feedback. I can give opinions, whatever. But I can't judge because it's not my place. It's not anyone's place. I will say this. As long as they're for the divine, yay, we on the same team. (laughs) If you're not for the divine, I mean, okay, do you? Because there are people who just enjoy being evil. Like Apocalypse said on the X-Men, I'm not malevolent, I just am. Meaning that he was malevolence itself. Some people, they are just naturally evil. Or they naturally like the darkness. But for the people who are for the light... If you truly have a pure light, then you can control your darkness and sort of nullify it too. Where you don't have to be fire and brimstone afraid of, well, if I do this, I'm going to slip into this and then all of this is going to happen. Now, 
let's go before I wrap up I'm going to add a caveat to this to my understanding and again I'm not a medical professional to my understanding from a research psychological medical type thing when it comes to alcoholism that there is some type of gene when it comes to that addiction that can still be that can still be i guess debated or what have you scientists say there is a gene and and whatnot and for those where if that is the case i could understand that but i still feel that first of all impossible things are happening every day Miracles happen every day. And I believe that if you are close enough to the divine, regardless of what your circumstances are, you'll be able to overcome whatever it is. Or you will not be able to be corrupted by what you may partake in that is, quote unquote, of the flesh and keep moving forward, shining your light. It's just the point of how pure and how strong is your light, how pure and how strong is your connection to the divine. That's kind of how I look at it. But for that lukewarm thing, what I've always taken away from that as of recent is that either you're for me or you're against me. Not that, well, okay, if you're for me, you have to do these exact things. No, you're for me. That's all I needed to hear. We'll work out all the other stuff along the way. Don't don't feel like you have to be me because you can't be me. In me, when I'm saying me, I'm talking about the divine. Don't feel like you have to be me because you can't be me. You can't be perfection because you're still bound to your flesh. So that's all. That's my daily thought. KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. Do not forget about the Christmas with KC contest. Details um, for that, the link is in the details section to enter it by just joining the email list below. Until next time, be blessed.